Oh, I feel like I should be down since I'm here. Hold on. Sorry. Go ahead. Start recording. I'm, sorry, I'm doing my regular ritual. Sorry. Oh, nice. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Space ID Collective Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Desmond Desi Stad Robinson. I decided to keep the name. Fuck it. Oh my god, you're using your phone. Wow. Desi is dead again? Yes. What killed him this time? Man. This video. No, my aunt calling me today. Damn. And the first thing she said, she wanted to see who would give out first and call the other. I won. <laughs> I <didn't>. <laughs> <laughs> she nice. Called, she oh, that ass. Yeah. Damn. Did a life up. We did the life updates to see how I was doing. Told her what I'm doing. What I'm doing. She says good. I'm getting checked out for mental health. Because uh, most black men don't do that, and I was like, that is very true. Yeah, it's not a it's not a frequent thing, and that's a shame. Um, I think it's still heavily stigmatized. Yeah. And then we went on a conversation why I'm encroaching 37. I'm still single. And I was like, because I like my. Uh... She's like, because... bachelor, bachelorhood. I was like, no. Because like, Japan still hasn't shipped out my robotic wife, is why. <laughs> that would be for you. I said, um, <laughs> I gave it the truth. I was like, I like, I didn't, it took me a, real, a long time to realize I actually like being alone for a while. Nice. The seat's really comfortable. It's, Just FYI. It, it is. And it's like, if I wanted that form of companionship, I told her, I was like, there is options out there. But since <laughs> I'm not like my cousins or my uncle, I would rather stay to myself and my right hand of doom. Hookers, got it. I, said, <laughs> I literally said my right hand of doom. If you catch right, my meaning. Your, your right hand of doom. Your doom fist. Oh, yeah. It's not a, it's not a subtle... Um, it's not, a, it's not a subtle phrase that you need to be like, if you catch my meaning. Yeah. But either way. You're like, I, I, I'm very well versed in um, trapping small animals uh, in the woods, otherwise known as a master just, I mean, I think you might want to rework the phrase because it just makes it sound like you're not having a good time. You know? like <laughs> That's why we call it the stranger. Why don't you call it the hand of God or some shit like that, man? <laughs> nah, I could call it. I'm giving myself an education. I don't want it. I don't want to know, man. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Uh, as always, this I'm is so the. I'm so close to telling on myself, truly. Why do I want to call that the edge of darkness? <laughs> And this is what you get every every week here on the Space Society Collective Podcast. Emptying the pipe bag. Yeah. You should just call it the edge of death because, um, you know, what's the, it's a French phrase where it's like sex, but it's like little deaths because that's yeah. what they mean. Um, it's the multiple deaths or something like that. Yeah. And the, the, love, so, the love the group that's always joining me as always is <laughs> the Dama Lama writer, Christian Ventura. Hey. The clumsy baker, Benita Lavario. From the underworld, we have Ozzy. Hello. And on today, 
we're going to be talking. I have, like I ended last week's episode, I have a video game pitch for the crew. Okay. It's a horror action RPG. Okay. That's that. That's that's the teaser for you. That for you all. Okay, so horror action RPG. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. If you depending on the spin you have on it. Oh, I'll get on to that spin. When we get through the um, episode. Um, something we didn't get a chance to talk about because you was out. Something. Uh, what franchise? Traveler's Tales can do next for the next Lego series. Yo, for real. There's some good stuff. Because as much as I love Star Wars... <laughs> I don't. There's so many other IPs they could do. Yeah. They really are. Like, and then Kathleen Kinney just, just like... Just buried it even more. Like, I'm going to say this right off the bat. Alden Ehrenreich is not what was wrong with Solo. It was the writing. The fact yeah. that you're going out there... Disres- disrespecting his name like bruh without I, even without you put a picture of him but not say his name yeah you're still disrespecting him it's like it's i always use this as the example because to me it's one of the most extreme examples like look at how well regarded um a shameless is right mm-hmm. and like two of the main actors from shameless winning literal emmys and like being very well, like well chemistry together on screen, all that kind of stuff, and yet those two lead actors were also the same exact two lead actors in Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. You brought it back. Yeah, that's always my that's and always my example because well, one of them exactly Phantom of the Opera. Exactly, exactly for Emmy Rossum. But see, that's it. That's always why I bring it up because I'm like, it's not always the actor. The writing has so much to fucking do with it. It makes or breaks a script no matter how good the content is. Mm-hmm. No matter how good the story concept is, if the writing is not there, it will fuck over the actors. It's very, it's like, it's, it's, it's theoretically the Rosetta Stone to the movie. It's the roadmap. If the writing isn't there, then the fucking movie is going to follow. So many, so many tiny pieces. The writing, the direction, um, trying to just trying to be the so many. So many little things can add up to a subpar movie, and this one just had a ton of shit. Um, yeah, going against it, I guess would be. <laughs> you want to talk about something going against itself? We we can sit here and talk about Halo the show if you guys want to bitch about it. Oof, I stopped after episode three, but yo, know, it really we, is. We like... should talk about Benny. I love that background. Yeah, this is. I'm sitting in my friend's his D and D room, and this is his. This is his D and D chair, and so I just feel like, except these things right there, those two eyes. You guys can't see it. Sorry, in the podcast world, um, but there's two, like, glowing triangles. I see. And every, yeah. every time I'm downstairs because they're on all the time, and this room is dark, and it just looks like angry angry eyes staring at me and i'm just like i know if i go in there i'm gonna die like whatever's in there is just gonna fucking eat me and so then i always have to like close the door if i'm downstairs cleaning just so like i used to have a speaker in my living room and like it was like the living room was here and it was connected to the kitchen and in the kitchen there was a sliding glass door so like i would be half asleep in the middle of the night go down the hallway turn right to go to the kitchen to get like water and then 
the light from the speaker would reflect off the sliding glass door. And since it's like a oh, double yeah. pane, it'd be two. And every single fucking time, it'd be two little, like, red dots. Yo. Yep. I don't know what happened a lot. The only time I've ever seen anything like that was out camping when we saw two dots while we were like walking along the, the trail at night and we thought it was like rivets on a sign and we're like, oh yeah, because we saw a sign up there earlier in the day, right? And we're looking at the, was those two dots and all of a sudden they just raise up by like six feet. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Mm -hmm. A bear. Bye. That is a bear. Nope. Bye. Nope. <laughs> oh, I shit. I remember this one. Oh my god, we're already started, so welcome late to the podcast. <laughs> that is so oh, tragic. Yeah. I was literally watching the clock. It was 9.50, and then I started scrolling through TikTok, as you do, and I got <gasps> Yep. Yo, it'd be like that. <laughs> oh, it's shit. okay. Welcome to the party. A welcome wild Jason appears. A wild Jason Dean appears. You missed us talking about creepy eyeballs. We're talking about creepy eyeballs in the middle of the night. What I love about technology today. Okay. My, all my brothers, except I got rid of my Roku. It's in the living room now. Mm -hmm. um, I can now, I have the Roku app and they keep forgetting. We all have smartphones. I can literally just access their Roku and turn this shit off. Nice. <laughs> and I'll be in the room. That's so mean though. My mom's boyfriend used to do that to me. And I would think my TV was broken or some shit. I feel so sorry for whatever future kids I have because I actually know how to use the internet and how to use a router and codes and check times. I feel so sorry for my kids, but I'm sure they'll figure out some way to go around it. They always do. Everything will be different by then. You Everything Do you really different. think you're going to be yeah. like, that's are you going to continue to keep up with the times and the technology is the real question. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. You know, our 15G um, cellular implants are going to be like the coolest fucking thing. Yeah, it's going to be like, damn, back in my day, I actually had to touch my phone to get it to work. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, the back time. I had to use a computer to connect to the internet. It just reminds me of one of my favorite Back to the Future quotes. It's just like, you mean you gotta use your hands? That's like a baby's toy. Like I literally play. cannot wait, like, for those times. You know, like, when you rewatch old movies? So you're like, oh my god, look at that dude using, like, a payphone or something. Like, oh my yeah. god, those were the days. But literally that one joke in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with the Zoom. And, yeah. like, future generations are gonna be like, I don't get it. Yeah, I had, I I, I, we took my cousin to go see. He's like, "What's the Zoom?" And I'm like, "I keep fucking forgetting how old you are." Honestly, I I'm pretty sure if you put the put a Zoom in some kids' hands now, most likely they'd be like, "What is this? Is this a murder weapon?" Like, legitimately, there may be some people who do not know that <laughs> currently. Yeah. Yo, could you imagine dropping, like, a, a current Gen Z person, like, let's say someone, like, 16, 15, dropping them in, like, let's say 2003, where there's oh, a the little fuck? bit of technology, a little bit of technology, right? <laughs> but not any social media, nothing like that. There was social media in 2003. Huh? There was. Like if you Wasn't that like, when MySpace first started? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So what I'm saying is a 15-year-old from right now, knowing the things they know, working with the internet the way they work oh. now, 
putting mm-hmm. them in 2003. I'll tell them. Gotcha. I'm sorry. I'll... If you gave me internet speeds from 2003, I don't know what I'd do with myself. I was. I just... already complain about my download speed now. I was just talking to my boss about this because we we recently upgraded one of our sites at work to a like hundred megabyte connection, or I'm sorry, to a gigabyte connection from them having a 100. And it was like, we were talking about it. We're like, they're not going to need it. Nothing like that. And we were talking how it was like, man, it's such a big deal. And we remember it being a big deal when we were able to get a T1 line, meaning three megabyte downloads feeds. And then the big ass deal when it was like, wait, we can get a bonded pair. That means they just put two of those lines together, double your speed to six megabytes, three hundred dollars a month. You said two thousand three, so Kingdom Hearts. That was three hundred dollars a month. Oh, you, and that was the that was the fast. We, Have you I ever think, dealt with dial up? I still had dial up in two thousand three. I I still dealt with dial up around that time too. Yeah. Have you ever used dial up, Jason? I have not. Uh, and for context, we have oh. the cheap Xfinity internet because my sister gets free this lunch. Is AOL. So we pay $25 a month for our internet, and I get about 40 megabytes. Here's, yeah. the, here's the kicker. In oh. 2003, video games were like 25 30 bucks a copy. I remember that. I remember that. Video games were... Oh, my were God. Oh, my I God. Just I, just explained to my aunt, I just explained to my aunt, who is like mid to late 40s, who, like, the last time she played a game was when, like, her nephew asked her in, uh, like, early 2000s, like, to play, like, an early Mario game or something. That was, like, the last time she touched an actual video game. Uh, we have a VR setup, so she tried it very briefly when she was over because she was, like, interested in it. <laughs> she thought it was the coolest thing ever, and she loves zombie movies. So, oh. <laughs> she thought it was the coolest thing ever. I'm not the one who's being mean. I need to clarify to everyone. She is so excited about the idea, and she is actively pushing for it. I am not being mean to her. She really wants to. And then also, she had absolute- I didn't realize that she had absolutely no idea just how video games work these days. She's like, I want a zombie video game. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, you have your computer at home, right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, you can play on there. Uh, Will's a, and I tell her, I'm like, Will's a PC gamer, and she's like, what does that mean? I don't have a console or anything, and I'm like, I know, you can, you can play the games on the computer with, like, your keyboard and mouse, and she's like, okay, what site do I go to? And I'm like, okay, (laughs) so you have to go get something called Steam, and then from there, it's like a store that you go to and look on there, and I literally had to, like, look on my phone and, like, just, like, go to the Steam store, and she's like, but, like, do they have any on here? No, it was so funny because she sounded so skeptical that they would have a (laughs) single zombie game. And I was, like, (laughs) trying to explain to her that, like, this is a huge genre that has, like, thousands, thousands. And I'm like, I'm sure you will find something you like no matter what. And she's like, I don't know, you know. And I'm like trying to explain to her and i like literally i'm like literally just let me put in zombie in the steam search and like go and like look at the results and like immediately she was like infatuated she was looking at all the trailers like the hella gory shit like the triple a games looking at she left for dead 2 she was looking at dying light she was like oh automatically and she was like okay 
so like how much are these per thing she's like how much are they and i'm like well it depends on the thing you know most of them tell you i'm like you can find some that are that are free you know and then you know she's like i'm a grown adult with a disposable income she's like how expensive are they like a hundred dollars and i'm like dear god no no something but yeah <laughs> wait you, how would you, how would you say they were again expensive though mid to late 40s that's not that it's old. not that old it's but, really not that old but she's thinking, just she's just not into video games she's just never been into video or games. Yeah. technology in general like she yeah. has or yeah. actually she's better than my mom because she does have instagram well, uh, and yeah. is recently discovering TikTok. So, funny thing about Instagram, we cannot use our Space ID Collective Instagram page until we put in a birthday. But the, Ooh, so when was the, the first day, day of the podcast or the anniversary? Yeah, when was the first day of the podcast? <laughs> that means the podcast would be literally one years old. Yeah, that's fine. People make yeah, people make. I mean, technically, for their babies or whatever. For their babies for their newborns. Why can't we do it for an in and like, for like okay, our dog so just, or like dogs? Just use the day and month, and then put in like two thousand or something. Yeah, if you're so concerned about the age limit, or put your year. Yeah, just so it's easy to remember. Wow, really? Like that? My year? Oh, it's okay. So, anyway, side note, look, I just found, my friend has, like, a fucking lockpick set on, on his table. Like, Yo, I want to be your cool. friend and I like this guy already. I like his style. Are you house-sitting or what? what? I am, yeah. Should you, you. That, should you be putting that bitch I, and I really want to steal this mug. Just. <gasps> oh, I, wait, hold on, Christian doesn't know what, who they are yet because I'm trying to show <clears throat> them. Shit. It's I mean, okay. you saw that. They don't know who they are. You just haven't they're met just them yet. Adore, okay. They're adorable characters. I'm they're adorable characters. Only based on character di design alone, so that way the audience also isn't in the dark. I'm assuming it has something to do with Steven Universe based off the character design. Yes, but you haven't met mm -hmm. them yet, so don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Is it Speaking of which, we might watch it, some later. Is it Opal, that Pearl, or, or Amethyst? None of the above. I feel like That's Desi is actively trying to guess when you guys are like, you don't know it yet. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. the main ones. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, Shut up. Christian hasn't seen it. That was the point. Be quiet. All right, all right, all right. All right. I won't talk about <laughs> I love that every time. Every time. Every time with Desi. We have to be like, no spoilers, bro. No spoilers. Fucking okay, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Let's change the topic then. Uh, <laughs> I love the book backdrop in whoever's house this is. Podcast up. Yeah, this is his. Yeah, this is his like fucking. I think DM chair. Um, Very cool. But yeah, he's got like so much cool shit. Like you know, shout out to your friend and their and their. Shout out to my friend and, and his like awesome. Oh fuck! Dragon go man. off! It's holding a lantern. Man. That's dope as fuck, deadass. That is. Yeah. Like. No. I'm Yo, just... if my security deposit is like ninety nine point nine percent already like, down the toilet, and I'm gonna live here for like two more this years, beautiful thing. Should I just paint the walls? Yeah, you should do it. Okay. I'm just scared that if I need maintenance and I get the landlord to come in, they're gonna be like, "Bro." And then I can't. Usually I never remember. I think you just push it. Well, yeah, but this but is a secret door. Oh, <gasps> that's a secret door. That's yeah, exactly what I want to do. I exactly want to do that in this open hallway <laughs> where you see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There we go. It's a light push. 
That's so doable. I want to do one of those so bad. That's it's so very cool. dirty and dusty back there. They got a stone. But yeah, secret fucking passages. Oh, oh my god. Oh, secret tunnel. If we was on YouTube, I would literally <laughs> be saying. Secret tunnel. If we was on YouTube, I'd literally be saying, should we be showing this person's house like that? Hey, buddy, not, yeah, they don't care. It's not a video. And then you guys can't see. Creepy. You guys just get to see us react to or hear us react to, as far as you know, nothing. Awesome. Just a whole I'm sure bunch that's of awesome really stuff. great listening and podcasting, and I'm sure you super yeah. appreciate it. Um, just. But you know what um, it isn't? An invasion of privacy. Imagine <laughs> a D&D fan's, like, dream room. Yeah, it's just, just like. Bookshelves, so many guides, oh, and dragons, and crystals, like stuff that looks like potions. It literally looks so yes. dope. And it was like a hidden bookshelf case. Christian, practice your DMing skills. Can you, like, what? how would you, like, describe Narrate this room for us. Yeah, can you narrate this room? <laughs> you, you go under the floorboards of the house, they pop open, and as you, like, let it open with a large creak... The hatch starts to uh, exude a cold air that's semi-musty as you make your way down the steps, um, creaking on each one down. When you walk into this dark room, the first thing you see are two red uh, glowing eyes menacing in the corner. You're unsure of exactly what it is that you see until you finally reach out and feel your way along the side, flipping on the light switch and revealing the contents of a heavily furnished arm... Arm, armed to the teeth room, equipped in every single way necessary for an adventuring party to either research, prepare, or uh, figure out their next plan of action. Everything from information uh, electronically through the internet weave, as it were to say, uh, physical resources for you to read, um, potions for you to take, weapons for you to store, and trophies of all sorts of adventures, either stuffed, hung on the wall, left on the shelves, or left out directly on the table for display. All complete with a fully stocked meadery. So beautiful. Oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> Snaps. <laughs> Snaps. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> we snapping poetry down? Yes. <laughs> yes. I love DMing, man. <laughs> Instead of slam poetry, it's snap poetry. <laughs> we, oh, I guess we, we snap in poetry, Jan. Podcast <laughs> Next week, we'll finally end. Well, we've been in that fucking Star Wars series we're supposed to be doing. Uh, we're going to finally. <laughs> we're finally going to be tier ranking the Star Wars franchise next week. And to reiterate to everyone on this episode, no, we do not have to watch 789. I think we all seen it enough. We have enough opinions on it. We're just going to straight up tear rank these motherfuckers. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I still haven't watched 8 or 9. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't think I want to. Isn't honestly, it a feel personally version of the first trilogy? No. I would recommend 8, but I will not recommend 9. I would rather recommend nine than eight. Mm, hard disagree. Okay, so what I will actually do is I'll read the spark notes on it. Yes. Yeah. Or what you could look at the critical reception to either one, and then make your best judgment. What happened to that dude on YouTube? I'm just gonna Google it. I'll what? Google the summary of the movie, 
and make my judgment based on that. What happened to I'm that not- dude on YouTube who would like take movies and just like break them down for people to understand? Was it Wise? Was it called Wise Crack? There's a lot of YouTube channels. There's a lot. You know that's like There's a whole like, genre, you know, right? That's a whole yeah. genre. Yeah. I know it's a whole genre. Wisecrack, like one... Screen Rant, so I, was, so I was right on there. Um, screen right. Crush. I think Wisecrack. Um, new Rockstars. <laughs> I think what I'll actually do is just watch the CinemaSins video on it. Because that'll point out yeah. all of the movies mm, that are actually important. Or the, the pitch meeting would be another good one. Is he... <laughs> screen, uh, screen junkies. Did anybody still watch how it should have ended? No. Yes. Um, occasionally. I stop. I, I don't really watch CinemaSins anymore, just because it's like that's the one that's like too nitpicky. Very. Like so heavily nitpicky. About certain um. things. Like at first it was like really picking out stuff that actually made kind of sense, but then like when they started getting some form of popularity, it was like, oh, they were being super nitpicking out. Yeah, they started doing yeah. it a lot more comically than anything. Like originally, yeah. it really was like, hey, what's wrong with the movie and stuff like that, like plot holes and things. But now it's very much like kind of jokey. Oh, like, oh, one this- shoe is untied. That's that- a sin. Like. Just and the sin amount is very subjective, depending on what the sin is. Yeah, and then sometimes I think that's why like pitch meeting a bit better because it like still pokes fun, but it's not like every tiny little detail. Yeah, yeah it's fair. On a different note, I want to point out um, I have Pavloved myself into wanting a bowl of cereal every time I sit here in this podcast. <laughs> Right? So I habitually got up and made myself a bowl of cereal because I'm recording today. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've am i made it halfway through and I realize I don't even really want this bowl of cereal. <laughs> that, like, that I'm means- not really hungry, particularly. I have no idea why. I just really feel like recording audio of me, like, sprinkling aluminum papers <laughs> in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> it just... <laughs> Out, out of I mean, cereal. I made delicious. myself a bowl of cereal. <laughs> the problem. And I don't want to waste it because it's Captain Crunch, man. You don't like, waste the, the Captain. You don't waste the Captain. Finish it. Cheers to you and your steel roof of a mouth. <laughs> I was so excited when they came up with the Oops All Berries because I was the one that would just eat only the berries because everything else just, yeah. Ripped apart my peanut butter crunch. My poor little gums, and I just, I just love it. I still stand by the notion that the cinnamon roll Captain Crunch, the limited edition one, is the best Captain Crunch they have ever released. Miss that one. I would literally year every single year. I am obsessed with the Halloween ones that turn the milk green. I am such, I am such a whore for the spooky season, my man. My favorite. How many months? How many months until spooky season? We we're have, we're more than halfway, I think. We are up like four months before it officially starts. I, I mean, like, it starts around September-ish, end of September. So then, like three-ish, because it's May, so that's six. So. I mean, technically speaking, spooky season can be any day or or any season if it's you're true. brave enough. Yeah, watch. Yeah, ah. just watch the X Files. <laughs> Speaking of spooky season, before we get any further, here's my video game pitch for the crew. Don't have a title for the game. It's just this action RPG. 
Um, think, okay, I'm listening. Think of uh, in terms of like combat style, say Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay. I've never played that game. You played Kingdom Hearts? No. Oh my god. Have you seen gameplay of it? No. I never got into the Kingdom Hearts thing. Um, third person, third R- person fighter RPG. Kind of. Okay. Um, the way I'm going with this is, it is an action game, all intents and purposes. But I want to steal something from Amy. I want to borrow something from Amy Henning. And I saw her do an interview. She says she wants gamers to get comfortable for a while until you get them to a certain point and just turn the game all in its head and it becomes something completely different within the middle of the game. So basically, like all the Uncharted games where you think it's just an adventure until Nathan Drake get into some fucky-wucky shit and yeah, it turns it's all like, supernatural. Yeah, it's all fun in games until all of a sudden an entire temple is crumbling upside-down gravity style and you're jumping from platform to platform trying to kill a glowing motherfucker with, like, a dagger. Or dealing with immortal ass seconds. Yeah, big giant blue ones, yep. um, or the foul, dealing with the fountain of youth, but something like more like pulling like, like really like reading. Gotta go a, back and play Uncharted. Like pulling the Eli Roth on gamers, but tastefully, tastefully. I see okay. Ben's face. I see Ben's face. Like none that cabin fever. None of that. Uh, what was the one he did with the cannibals and shit? Like no, 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 no. Tasteful horror, but still, okay, but that's not Eli Roth. I would argue that cannibalism is one of the most quote-unquote tasteful horrors. There you go. Thank I you. hate you. Thank I you. hate your puns. Thank Shut you. up. I'm Thank so you. sorry. Ah, I sincerely wish that we were, were recording this for YouTube because the look on everyone's faces the moment you said that was pure gold. <laughs> there, there is one though. when you start dealing with monsters I want people to get this trophy and it's only because I, I dropped this meme in the multiverse and, Freddy, and J- Friday the 13th takes Manhattan this brother literally tried to roll up and fist fight J- uh, oh I love that I love that Julius Ju- like, Julius and- I love that still just like squaring up like come on <laughs> like you can control- and it's so great because it's just like that scene from Killer Clowns from Outer Space where he's like, "What are you gonna do? Knock my block off?" And then he fucking does. Like literally, I want it's players great. to be like, give them the option to like, use weapons, use tools. Like literally, treat this like it's a Ghost Hunters inve- investigation, but it just becomes more increasingly worse as the further they keep going in this investigation, and you get to a certain point where. You can choose the main character, your character that you create, or any of his party mates, just to fight the monster with no weapons, and boom, you get a trophy. Almost like a a Dark Souls-esque kind of like uh, running through fully naked kind of a thing. Yep. So that's just just the general idea. Like, I don't have, like, the only thing I had, like, the idea of this game was just a ghost hunter team on thinking it was a simple investigation in this home. And it just like the more they're in this home, the more it gets like increasingly worse. And like they were like they thought it was a small home, and it starts getting bigger. 
hmm. and bigger. And now it goes from trying to save a family to now getting themselves the fuck out. I could see that. I could see that working like functionally like control kind of. Hmm. I could see that working like a control type video game, but um, I don't know, like narratively, I hear that and I think of like, oh, okay, what if these are all like high schoolers that are all like part of a ghost hunter like club at school? They heard the rumors and then it just gets progressively worse and it like eventually leads them literally into hell. There's this movie I watched. Uh... Years ago. That actually sounds like a really cool concept, not gonna lie. Called I, 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 uh, I, 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 Grave I, Grave Encounters. And it was this uh, kind of spoof of um the uh Ghost Hunters. Yes. Um but like yes, yeah, ghost adventures and then yeah, they get locked into this asylum, the walls start changing, the floors start changing, and then yeah, it turns out like it's a uh, portal to hell well i think they made two other movies yeah. after that one I seen i'm so sorry every time i hear ghost adventures the only thing i can think of is ghost facers from supernatural <laughs> 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 like we all remember that they they actually showed up a few times yeah i remember that <laughs> the I, I give up at this point it's fine what do you mean? Oh yeah, I didn't spoil it this time. No, it wasn't you. But also, I've it's given up like on the kind ghost of. Faces are pivotal no, to the they don't. They don't super matter. Uh, no, that's fine. They don't super matter. Oh, you. But also, up. I don't think Christian's ever gonna super get around to. Yeah. We will get to it. You realize you're like. I don't think we're ever gonna get to finish this 14 seasons show that I've had. Yeah. Like yeah. like season 20, and a half and 20, like 2022 of, episode? Like, I don't know, like 12 seasons of other shows? I think, so, like, during the writer's strike, they went down uh, to, like, I think 12. The, I think to be one. fair, 12 seasons of other shows, if you're talking about 12 seasons, though each of those seasons were an hour and a half to two hours long total season. Hmm. I don't think that's true, but that's you know for a different. Back on my game. Talking about red versus blue here, right? <laughs> no. Back on my game. What are you talking about? But okay. anywho, <laughs> I feel like that would be a good thing just to sort of have a gameplay of yeah, like that grave encounters type thing. That, that was one of the ideas. Spooky shit. That was one of the ideas. Like, I wanted to, like, progress. Like, I don't want to, like, most games, it just puts you right into it. Like, mm -hmm. it gives you a challenge. Like, you you, you feel it's getting easy until you get to, like, the midpoint of the game, like, like a midpoint of a story. And then the shit starts hitting the fan. Where it gets challenging, what? it gets challenging, but not difficult. Okay, what if you have it starting off with you have to select your... Haunting, you have to select the place you need to go haunt. So you have like those early levels of just like either the house is fake, like there's nothing wrong with it, it's just like an old house that creaks or something like that. Mm -hmm. But then, like, as you keep getting more and more, like sometimes you'll be like, oh shit, that I think that thing moved, or you know, like as mm -hmm. you continually like investigate, shit gets more and 
more real and crazy. And yeah, like it's weird. Out, like it could even start out with like something as simple as like, oh, like a glass fell over or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, what, what was that? And then you're looking around and then eventually later you hear footsteps or like it progresses and then you start hearing doors slam and then little by little it's like you find See, like those little hands yeah like it just gets like progressive more and more fucked up as it goes yes. yeah fucking oh, creepy yeah. ass dolls turning their I head mean, what, what else one of the ideas i had was and christian Why does that touched make on i know you want to i hate that um the control idea of like but as you go through each of your party members will gain certain abilities that will help you through like not everyone will get the same ability like maybe yeah that would like sense. one can have clairvoyance to be able to speak to ghosts, speak to see what's friendly, who's not friendly, Ooh. who's the enemies, or one who has the ability to banish them. Or Yo, what if, like, for for in order for people to like get stuff like that, right? What if you built it into the game to where you only are allowed to unlock certain uh, skill trees? that you're not even aware of like they don't make like like i'm imagining as an rpg there would probably be like a skill tree yes. section so like what if there's special skill trees that don't even show up in the menu unless you experience something specific or you do something Ooh, like your choices in the beginning really matter like, by the end exactly. of the game like you are you aren't even shown specific skill trees unless That's... certain things happen to you like so... for example if you're you the have to replay it to have the full experience. This is exactly. where this is where it gets more Mass Effecty. Is is what you are talking about? Um, what I was going to get to because um, this yeah, like was, RPG aspect. I mean, I was talking to my brother. Yeah, about, what if you have yeah, like a level where it's like you can select, you know, like the people. Like maybe there's a skeptic, or if you select yourself as a skeptic, like it's that much harder to like find cool Ooh, shit or like the stuff you need. Happens. Yeah. Like, so like yeah, if you're skeptic, skeptic you're just like oh like what do i need this deck of, like this deck of cards right. for whereas the believer's like oh maybe i'll need this cards to like help banish a spirit later or something like that you know yeah. like as a skeptic you would theoretically have like a better mental constitution to certain things however you would also like incur more uh quicker quicker and more frequent violent like encounters and things like that oh yeah and also, I I am gonna pull from Dragon Age on this one, specifically Dragon Age Origins and Two. The way how you interact with your group mates depends on if they live or die. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like it could it could be said like, well, yeah, it could be even said like if your if all of your your like party mates survive up to a certain point, like it allows you guys to benefit from like a group skill tree. One that would like that allows upgrades only at specific points, but it would only be the result of if your if your party um, has all survived up to a certain point, and then you. Uh, but the boons are like group wide, not individually. There's one. Has anyone played Guardians of the Galaxy? No, but I want to. I heard oh. it was actually really good. Okay, I'll say this. Am I going to spoil? It's it has a choice system like similar to bioware except for well no it's pretty much the same so whatever you did in those couple of those, those starting chapters mm -hmm. it will come back to bite you in the ass in the final level got you so there was one where i had a choice to pay 
a fine that Star Lord got, or just let it go. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to that point yet. My brother did. He's like, I fucking paid it because he paid it. He got help for something. Nice. So like they really like fucking square Enix. So like I want to put that type of choices and like your choices do have it like ga- gamers feel like your choices do matter and have people like give that replayability. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like maybe like, like the, you know? um, what is it? The dark chapter, dark. Dark pictures. The, yes. I was going to say, the company that did the Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing it would, this game would not have is there would be no rom- romances. That, no. Um, that Why did want to turn this into a fucking one-shot? <laughs> Let's I, do it. I'm giving you the... That would play so well in D&D, though. It would, right? Like, I feel like I could really do this in a one-shot. Like, just use my idea for a one-shot. <laughs> You want to try? That, um, I'm down. I'll I'll make a, a high school ghost hunter. Fuck yeah, yeah, high school ghost hunters. <laughs> I mean, it's I just I started making. And I oh my god, if I play me in high school, it'll be so terribly edgy though. That'd be so funny. Yeah, if I, if we play, I just if started I play, thinking yeah. of the the scary the scary scene from Our Flag Means Death where Frenchie's like. I'm and this is my cat. Yes. This is my cat. <laughs> if this was me in high school, I would have not. Been... You remember that one dude in Friday the Thirteenth? He was like, "I'll go get help," and he just fucking bolted, and nobody didn't see yeah. him the rest of the movie. That'll be me. That, Terrible. To be fair, Coward. that was okay. But you would have lived. Yeah. I was gonna say that was probably the smartest mother. Y'all wanna live in this economy? What? Right? I have a feeling no. if me from high school was in that situation, they'd be like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't no, you think I want to survive this? Or I'll be that one black dude in Fear Street who just like inadvertently just there because he's like, he was there. <laughs> he still lives. I want to. Has anyone seen Circle, the movie? No. You showed it to me. Okay. Uh, Is that the one where it's like the people wake up in the yeah. circle? Yes, yes, and the whole movie is yeah. like, oh, like with the aliens. I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a clip of that. I, I, I like, do remember that movie. Yeah, I want to be that one old Mexican dude that just straight up didn't say shit and was the third to last person to survive. He just... like, like the idea of of like keeping things close to your chest in order for like absolute survival. I was like, yeah, that that like that would be a character I'd do. So that is my video game pitch. That's cool. That's a that's a cool idea. It sounds like we're going to get our grubby little hands on it and like gnaw on it like a fantastic piece of wood and it sounds... weavers and make it into a a one shot. It will it... only hopefully be slightly soggy. Um, that's fine. It sounds like it sounds like when spoopy season comes around. I got a one shot that's perfect for us. Because this was originally an idea uh, I had for. Didn't we just say it's always spooky season? Yes. It's, it's always spooky season. Yes, but I'm already. And running I don't want to wait till October. Uh, Fine, I'll work on it. You should have joined the Axe Home thing. The Axe Home thing is I good. Know. Okay, listen, listen. I, I already on the East Coast, man. man. It's a three-hour difference. I know. Higher. That seems like a you issue. You should move. You should upend <laughs> your entire life and finances and job and for the convenience of playing a D&D game. 
Listen, yeah. I already live in the second most <laughs> expensive city to live in in Florida. You think I have so enough wouldn't money be that much to I live, <laughs> I live in the in the second most expensive city in America. We both do. Me. I don't have that kind of money, man. <laughs> we ain't got that money either. We don't either. Do you realize I'm hungry? <laughs> I get food stamps now. Alright. <laughs> to survive. It's, like, it's 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 funny mm-hmm. until it literally is not. Yeah. Yeah. Scrambled eggs, let's do it. Hello, Robin. Like, <laughs> it's the thing of like when you're laughing up until the moment where you're like, I'm gonna have to go to sleep. No, I'm not hungry. <laughs> is that is that meme that... I do that so much? <laughs> <laughs> it's that meme that black dude just sitting there in class with the headphones on, just busting up fucking crying. Like, what is this? What is going on? Financial Yo, struggle. Financial have struggle. Have you ever, have you ever talked to a person who told you I can't go to sleep because I'm hungry, and you're like, but those cancel each other out. Isn't that yeah. you never learned that? And yeah. they're like, I can't go to sleep without eating. I've never done that. And I'm like, I have. Damn. Like, you've never been in trouble with your parents? <laughs> like, yeah, for real. Like, so, so you're, according to my parents, it's like, oh, so your house was a lawless devil's playground. Got it. Cool. Um. <laughs> what was I going to say? What is that shit? What is that shit? What was I going to say before we went on that tangent? Um. Oh, the idea from this. Oh, my God. Um, We cannot recover. Let's keep going. Just keep going. So the idea, because the the idea from this really came from, there was a a story, a comic book idea I had where I went to, Benny knows this movie, Romancing the Stone. Oh, my God. I love Romancing the Stone. I I wanted to combine Romancing the Stone with Evil Dead. Yo, that's interesting. So would it be romancing the dead? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that might you, cause like, some ethical issues. So it would be like, but <laughs> but subverting it, the woman would be the adventurer, and the guy would be learning all this stuff for the first time. So like he's following her through these adventures of this like all this horror and shit, and like over the course of it, they just like start a bunny romance, but it doesn't happen at the end of it. Until like the second movie, that's when the romance actually starts. So like you just Why see did... them getting trying to like they're trying to start a romance. It just doesn't happen. And just like we went through too much shit to to, to do anything. Let's just table this for now. And then all of a sudden the next shit happens, and it's like fuck it, we'll just make it work. It was just a comic book idea <laughs> I had, and it spend off to this video game idea. I I legit play that though. Why? Why does that sound like the slightly creepiest thing I've ever heard? Because really think about it. Really think about it. It's like, okay, yeah, we're trying to start a romance. And this dude's just following this chick through, like, a haunted shit. Being like, hey, I just want to get at you, mama. (laughs) Your mind went there, but I have the reason why he's there in the first place. (laughs) Okay, because I was going to say, I'm like, how far would you go... (laughs) <laughs> for a date apparently I'm just, hell. 
<laughs> saying if she's the smart one and she has access to something called the Book of the Dead, she ain't gonna be putting up with his shit for one movie, let alone enough to go into a second movie to deal with like romance. Yeah, it's a comic. It not a movie. it just sounded like let me subvert this trope, and then you told me a lot of tropes I've seen. Yeah. Um. Okay. But most of the tropes. Most of the tropes. I'm reading an enemies to lovers novel right now, man. I I love that. Is it a novel or are you just spending a really long time on a fan fiction? No, it's a legit novel, right? So the Barnes and Noble in my town does this blind date with a book thing, right? And I I got one novel and it was about these suburban moms who are getting threatening messages to expose their secrets to the neighborhood, right? And it's called The Mother Next Door. The one I'm reading currently is called, it's like the Spanish Love Connection or something like that. It's a popular book talk book. And it's this enemies to lovers thing. I mean, tropes are great and as long as they are done well. Book and that is automatically a con against it. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be your fake date to the wedding type probe. Okay, but I do have to say, yeah. there was one yeah. book I'm reading right now that I found off of TikTok, and it's actually really good. And it's that Legends and Lattes um, one, which is the sapphic D&D um, book where this uh, they just start like this adorable little um, cafe together, and it's just so wholesome oh, and adorable. I have thus far actually liked all of the books that TikTok has recommended to me. There, I I was cleaning out stuff. Maybe I just have bad taste. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's such thing as bad taste. If it makes you happy to be reading it, then it is your taste, and you enjoy it. And obviously, other people do as well because other people are reading it, and people have written it. That's your taste. Yeah, there was a That's subjective. True that. True that. This weekend I was cleaning out um, the the garage in the front here, and uh, I found a bunch of old books. <clears throat> uh, yeah, my my landlady said I could basically keep any of the books that I want, and I kept a couple of them just because they're interesting. Like, and I wanna I'm like I wanna have them on the shelf for diversity, but it's also like 1960s romance novels. <laughs> Dude, they're I would love hysterical. to read. Oh my god, I they're would so love funny. To read that. Like, I have one that, like, my great-grandma read, like, three times, and she wrote notes in the book, like, on the cover inside, where it's like, you know, read this on such-and-such such date, read this again, such-and-such such date, read this for the third time, such-and-such such date, and I will not read it again, and I'm just, like, cracking up, because I'm just, like, this is I've fucking... I've thought about dating my annotations. That's, That's so smart. That's really cool. That's a that must be so interesting to see. Like <laughs> like the it's thought just... process is just amazing to watch, like when you can observe it when someone like consumed a piece of media, it's just great. Yeah. It's one of my favorite History. things about showing it oh. to other people is why I'm like staring at the person while I'm showing it to them because I'm like, I want to see what your face does when right. it comes to the part because I don't know what my face did, but I know what I felt. So I want to <laughs> see what your face does to see if it, that's maybe what my face did. Like, exactly. You know? 
Um, yeah. In further news, I fucking finished the Mugen Train arc in Demon Slayer, and I cried, and Christian was just staring at me with that little shit-eating grin, and then he's like, hey, it's okay, and I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't fucking talk. You're not allowed to tell me it's okay when you're watching it for the second time because it has diluted. He's like, but I'm still sad. I'm like, I don't care. You're not sad enough because you're not crying, so Tec shut up, and you're not allowed to talk to me. Technically, it was the third time because I read it in the manga first. Okay, whatever, fucking, but my point stands even more. I was like, you're not, you're not allowed to tell me that it's okay when anybody... I just experienced this raw pain for the first time. Because, okay, because he gave me a look. He, it was on my list to watch, and I have now mentally removed it from no, my list to it's watch. It's so good. It's fantastic. It's worth it. I have not watched it yet. <laughs> Have you watched? So let's try to avoid major spoilers. I've have, watched. I was super vague. Okay. Have I've, you watched season one of I Demon? I have Fire? watched season one. Okay. Okay. So, um, cool. Okay, Mugen Train. Uh, whether you consume it in in the movie form or the or the episodic form, that entire arc is the shortest arc in the manga. That's why it's also that short, like in the anime. Okay. So it is a it is a fully condensed arc. Whether you watch it in movie form or watch the the seven episode um, uh, season, the seven episode season, the only thing it does other than the movie is it adds extra backstory for a specific character, and that's it. Other than that, Which like I the rest of the episodes good. are as the movie was presented. Gotcha. What was I'm just saying? It doesn't take a lot for me to cry. So. What was this again? I would watch it with uh, Benny. Demon, I would demon watch it with you. Train? Wait, what, what, and I am very sensitive, and I don't make fun of people for crying. Okay. It's one. Of, it's also like that. Like one of the most badass things I've ever seen in anime. I'm going. Like, oh yeah, the animation itself is gorgeous. I really like it. Like the actual style of it. It's very pretty. I'm gonna apologize. Because I was like openly sobbing in the Blue Exorcist movie when I watched it in theaters. Oh, like, you'll this one. I'm gonna <laughs> apologize uh -huh. for this one. Um, I put myself on mute real quick while y'all started talking about anime to watch the She Hulk trailer. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that shit was pretty cool. And <laughs> all I'm gonna say is I was always in love with Tatiana Maslani. I um, still am, and I wish I was that guy she was cradling. I was going to say, you wish she, she carried you? Yes, but then I'll say, you can break me, but don't break me like how the guys in Futurama was broken from Snoo Snoo. No, I, no death by Snoo Snoo. Absolutely, I'm okay dying like that. I, I, want, I want the use of my pelvis and legs, man. <laughs> if I lost the use of my pelvis and legs for that reason, I, it was worth it. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I was like, I don't mind being cradled. But the duality of man. Like <laughs> the fact you, that we've had this discussion before, and it is like we've discussed, been like, okay, I get that you're joking, but like think about it seriously. And they've looked me dead in the fucking eyes, like deadpan, and been like, I've thought about it, and I fucking I would tell my family to their face. And I'm like, yeah, all right, fucking, I salute you then. If you really thought about it and you've come to okay, who am I to say? Problem. It's you my know, family's problem if they don't want to share publicly why I died, but I will not be ashamed of it. Yeah, I I'll be as, I'll be as bold as saying if they don't respect my wishes and cremate me, I'm okay with an open casket. Here's the thing: I know my siblings and I know my friends. 
they would be like Jason <laughs> right now laughing their ass off. Like, how so how did Des die? And they just all the whole front row be laughing. <laughs> so you see that woman over there? Mm-hmm. Didn't even make mm-hmm. it the end of the night. Nope. 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 <laughs> Only about forty five seconds of air. All we know is he died. With, all we know is he died with a smile. Anyways, <laughs> all I'm hoping for in that TV show is at least one time where, like, she snaps a table in half because, like, the law firm or whatever she was working for in one of the comics hired her just because she's a superhero, and so they thought she was going to bring in all this big money. Like, cause she's a superhero, and so like, she's been like busting, you fucking busting her ass, like doing all this, like going above and beyond, and so they call her in to like this big meeting room with this like fancy like vintage table that was hella expensive or whatever, um, and so she thinks she's gonna get a promotion because of all the hard work they did, and then it's more of like a demotion because like they're like what why have you not brought in any money with like your superhero contacts and then she like just quits but like she just like touches the table with her pointer finger and just like snaps it in half as she walks out and i'm just like i just want i really hope to get that scene is in that fucking show that's great (laughs) just i want it i want it i'm i'm hoping I, I, th- I feel like this is going to be better because I enjoyed Moon Knight, but I didn't really enjoy Moon Knight. So, okay. Yeah, it was fine. It was, yeah, it was fine. I'm more looking forward to Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. Like, these are the two heroes that I want to see. Yeah, because Moon Knight, Moon Knight felt cool, but it didn't feel like anybody was technically asking for it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. I also feel like it just... Like, there was just a few episodes where you could just feel they were, like, stretching it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, the third episode. The third and fourth episode, to me, really could have been just, like, I f- squished on down I feel into one episode. Looking back on it, I feel Marvel Studios are limited to what they have already because, one... Before Moon Knight, they didn't have X-Men, Fantastic Four, Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, any of those heroes. They were mm-hmm. stuck on the television side of things. So they have to go to the heroes that, if you was born in the se- in the 70s and when these heroes came out and grew up throughout the 70s, 80s, and 90s and know these heroes, you're more likely looking forward to them. Mm-hmm. I did not know who the fuck Moon Knight was until Marvel Ultimate Alliance back in 2002. Didn't I know? But I knew who Luke Cage was since 1989, <laughs> and who Iron Fist was. I was yeah, like, I was like, I was looking forward to those, and I got disappointed by one, but happy with the other. We will never speak of Iron Fist ever again. No, oh, God. <laughs> I no. watched. I have not watched Game of Thrones in a while. I was so pissed off with Game of, with Iron Fist that I literally had to sus. I went through HBO Max to look for that episode where Finn, that I forgot his name in Game of Thrones, where he died. I had to look for it to get that catharticism because I was like, you ruined a Marvel character that I like to the point where I want him to be cast by someone of color to be this character. I don't want everyone to see Danny Rand ever again. 
<laughs> or hear the name Danny Rand ever again. Why does it sound like this is your reverse Flash origin? I became the reverse Flash <laughs> 10 years ago when they started fucking with Green Lantern. Uh, yeah. I like Ryan Reynolds, but they really fucked that movie. Yo, not even Taika could save that movie. It's, you wanna know what? It was so much of a dread that I bought it. So, I wait own, what? Yeah, I own. I now start buying terrible movies. Wow, it's for posterity's sake. Everything that, is becoming digital. Nothing exists anymore. You know. No, that's valid. Like posterity, I, I feel guess. that absolutely. Like, Especially like, like I feel like I am definitely that type of person. That's like I'm much more likely to be like, oh, this was fucking terrible. I really want you to see it. Do you know how many people I forced to see sh to actually sit down and watch Sharknado when they've only heard of oh it? Oh my god! I mean, there's a difference between bad movies and then movies that are so bad they're good. Those yeah. are my good bad yeah. movies because yeah. they are good bad movies. However, uh, Green Lantern is a bad, bad movie. If you, and yeah. so I just would like to know why you spent money That's my on only, it. It was three I bucks. I wasn't questioning the DVD thing. I was questioning why of all things do you own that one? It was three bucks. Okay, valid. And also, if you want to hear all of Benny's, I'll forgive it for that price. If you want to listen to all, every, um, all of Benny's good, bad movies, Look for all four of our spooktacular episodes in Space Society Collective Podcast. That is not even like the tip of the iceberg for all of the good bad movies I have seen. I that know. is just a sprinkling of just a just a sprinkling of the good bad movies. We, I know we teased more for spooktacular. Did you uh, did you hear about the um, the Peter Dinklage Toxic Avenger movie that's going to be remade? Rated R. Shut the fuck up what they're they're doing toxic avenger again peter dinglage and it officially got an r rating mm -hmm. gory um graphic um violence and nudity benny is is frozen is processing processing Nexi has stopped working yeah <laughs> yeah i see the what? little rainbow pinwheel i've been following that i've been following this ever since i heard peter jenkins gonna be attached to, um attached to toxic avenger i'm like how is this okay going? well i mean i'm sold like what was that one larping movie he did a few years ago that shit was pretty funny it's like knights of bad ass down my face yes that is my yeah, favorite bad, that is my favorite good bad movie my brother Yo. looked at me like why are you watching this because this is fucking awesome it sounds like peter dinklage really likes good bad movies <laughs> Because if like to be reading, my God, that one was that one was a really bad movie. <laughs> it was, but it was a good bad movie. But it was a good bad movie. I want to know what his paycheck was though for Pixels. I want to know. Also, um, what was it? What was? How much you know, money did they pay you for that movie, buddy? How much not money? enough. I feel. Um, I mean, it's never enough. Probably a lot though. I feel like that would have been taken up by Kevin James's ego. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of actors doing good bad stuff, um, Anthony Mackie's Twisted Metal TV series just cast Stephanie Patrice in the show. Nice. I heard about that. I'm like the fact. I just that... don't really care about Twisted Metal games. I, I mean, I the fact I that he's 
awesome on my PS2. But the fact that he's producing it and starring in it is like, what attracts you to Twisted Metal? Like, you know what? Let me do this. (laughs) Maybe it may be kind of like a Mad Max vibe. I mean, if they go with the Mad Max stuff, fine. But I just the bar is subterranean for <laughs> video game movies. Wow. So I was just, just watching a video about that. Like, why there? Like, there is no reason that video game movies should be as bad as they are because it's really like just mishandling of so much. It's like who actually wins? Because the studios can't be winning. By putting all that money in and then slapping the name of like some well-known franchise and then not giving it to people who care about the source material, thereby pissing off the fans and then making a bad product that even the people who are not familiar with like the original idea, like making a product that is so lackluster because it's writing so much on the name brand of whatever it's like trying to adapt from the video game that they just fully mishandle like the actual care of it. And I'm not just talking about Halo, but I'm talking about like so many other things. Uh, and it's pretty obvious. Like for example, Assassin's Creed. Hey, uh, I heard the suit actually. Uh, did you know that the <laughs> No, it doesn't jack him off. <laughs> <laughs> it bothers, it. That joke bothers Christian so much. It's one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> and I bring it up all- or, actually uh okay. I heard that pulls you off. <laughs> yeah. The suit pulls you off. <laughs> yeah. No but No but okay, cause that's a cause that's an old Halo meme, like cause it was it came from a fanfic, it's a whole thing. But um uh um but that's all that's actually a weird point of the show. Where supposedly he actually has sex in the show and shit like that, and I'm like, this, okay, like what? What is the point? This is not Halo. What is like, the point where you realize again the people writing this one no idea about oh, they, the fucking source material. They said it. Um, but like, also like, don't even understand who they're writing this for because they're like oh video games it's just like they still have that like early video games mentality where it's like oh it's just all about like sex and violence yeah like like the 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 creators uh or like the showrunners came out on twitter literally saying that they are not familiar with the halo video game franchise at all and literally do not plan on playing it that would that's direct that that's that's yeah I mean, I never planned on watching this because again, I'm never getting it. Was it Paramount that it's on? The only, the only good to come uh, come out of it is the one joke of because apparently we've now seen quote unquote Master Chief's ass. Um, it's now called dubbed on the internet as Master Cheeks. So that's the only <laughs> good to come out of it. Very good. My point is, video game movies should not be as bad as they are. <laughs> There's plenty of good source material, plenty of good writing. You're I don't know why. Like, it doesn't benefit the producers, doesn't benefit the actors, doesn't benefit, like, the fans. PLDR, please, please let Christian write for... (laughs) Please let Christian adapt a video game movie. That's what... That was the TLDR here, is please, for the love of God, let someone who actually cares about the source material or, (laughs) like, anything actually try to adapt something out of it instead of just... 
I, yeah. That's why I said anybody who is familiar with source material, please. At least. Like, yeah, the worst video game movie of all time is Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mario is Luigi Mario. in the so bad, it's... I'm not going to say it's so bad, it's good. But it's like... It's now in that cult status of how bad it is. Like, yeah. I would 100% rather watch Super Mario Brothers than Dragon Ball Evolution. So, I personally... I own it on Blu-ray if you want to watch. Like, I would actually watch Super Mario Brothers for the fuck of it. But it's like, did you guys hear that, like, John Leguizamo did an interview talking about how, like, he and, um... Oh, my God. Bob Hoskins. I, Thank you, Bob Hoskins. We're like actively like drunk on set a lot sometimes. Yeah, of, like how ridiculous that movie was. And I personally think any other video game movie made by Ubol is a bajillion times worse than that Super Mario Brothers. Like, again, would rather watch Super Mario Brothers than Blood Rain. Um, fucking House of the yeah. Dead. Yep. Uh, I think he also did Postal. Um, he made some fucking, like, D&D type movie with, um, what's his fucking face? Jason um, Bateman. yes. Dungeon Siege. I don't uh, know, was, was it Dungeon under, Siege? Under... Something like In the Name of the King? In the Name of the King, that's what it was. Yeah. That, that movie yeah. had Matthew Lillard in it. Uh, who? Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Um... <gasps> Oh, don't forget um, the Dungeons and Dragons movie with Marlon Wayans and um, oh my God, uh, what's his name? Who plays Jeremy Scott? Irons? Jeremy Irons overacting his ass off. But he was the best part of that movie because he realized how bad it is. That movie is very bad. I very bad. I've always loved doing something. Uh, doing something. I've always loved watching where. Um, <laughs> watching things like MST3K like uh that kind of like commentary on like like good bad stuff I yep. feel like you do that one of Did you days. hear about the what was supposed to be the sequel for that Dungeons and Dragons movie? Was there was supposed to be them trying to save Marlin. Wow. I mean, I'd be down for doing mystery science theater type shit for that, but I will also say if we do that we also have to do it for the first, um, technically, technically it sort of falls into this category, uh, the first D&D movie, um, Yo. which starred Tom Hanks, and I believe it was like Magic and Monsters, or Maze Mazes and Monsters is what it was. Wow. And it was like... One of those like after school type special shit where like D and D was like the gateway drug, and so then Tom Hanks was like mentally disturbed and couldn't tell the difference between reality and fantasy because Yo, of mazes and monsters. Yes, yes. Yo, what? Yes. So, like, if I ever meet Tom Hanks, that's, like, the movie I'm having him sign is fucking Mazes and Monsters. Because I'm like, this is one of the worst movies you have ever made, sir. And I think please sign this for me. I, <laughs> think, <laughs> I think I would need to break my rule on edibles and eat an edible to watch that fucking movie. 
Oh, definitely. No, no absolutely. That would be one of those where it's just like, okay, that would be one of those where it's like we should have a a like a trope drinking game. Like this is it's not it's oh not an original idea, but I have seen this a lot like as a formula, and I I personally really enjoy it. Like having a like a like a like quote unquote drinking game with it of like generalized rules that are non-specific to the movie, and then what if we call it uh, drunken dabs, like D and D, but like it's a weird drunken <laughs> drunken dab, yeah, <laughs> dabs and drinks, dabs and drinks, drunks and dabs. There you go. Yeah, drunkards and dabbers. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking, yep. speaking of D. We got some here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of D, Benny missed, I will say, I think one of the most most effective ways we took out an enemy within quick succession. Oh yeah. I mean the I was Y'all were y'all were coordinated. That I was literally saying. I just missed, yeah, this last session because it was oh, just okay. very tired. I understand because I was even shocked. I was like, "Wow, we took out these motherfuckers quick." There's only like oh, two yeah, so who's the beasties? Sneak attack. Yeah. Sea mm-hmm. spawn, like C-spawn. half tentacle. Yeah, the- they looked like half tentacle, half like. Oh, I remember. I remember. Um. Christian showed me the picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And they had like weird eggs and stuff. And it was like Alaria did and identify. Yes. Yeah. Alaria did identify and Kalosh did a survival trick and got like a net 20. So they both had like a shit ton of information. And then there were like four of them and one of them was killed like within the sneak attack round because they got like a nat 20 on the attack it was like two of us per each of the fucking c-spawn dudes divvied up and they were distracted by trying to um like knock down the door of like upstairs where Mm. like heimlock was so uh, yeah, it was like two each of the PCs per C-spawn, and then we got a surprise round on them, and one died during the surprise round, and then we killed the other three within like two rounds. Like, oh. I only, yeah. got, to, I only got to hit them once. I didn't get a chance to hit anyone else. I was like, damn, I had to roll low on initiative. <laughs> yeah, because Desi did roll low. But... It was so funny because I almost thought about doing my blade wreath thing, uh, but that only works if they move. It, like, doesn't do anything, like, on the turn. It's, like, uh, the next time the creature moves, it takes this amount of damage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, everyone was doing their cool sneak attack damage, and I was, like, thinking about doing it, and, uh, and then it was just, like, what's your damage? And I'm, like, ah, uh, I'll just roll the first die because it's, like, I'll just, I'll just do my usual attack. And then afterwards, I was, like, oh, I could have fucking killed this bastard. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was so mad, but yeah. but it went well. It was good. Um, Thanks. Yeah, they they took care of that very quickly, very uh, um, coordinatedly, like a team. And uh, Heimblock came running out of the room, um, still like ready to attack because he had been like blinded by ink in his eyes. 
so he confused about how many people were here. I yeah, he get, like I'm like, so so like I'm again just imagining things from movies. So it's like from yeah. Finding Nemo, where it's like, guys, you made me ink. Like Pretty I'm just much, imagining yeah. like Heimblock opening the door and scaring one of them to like inking him in the face, just like. I had a joke. okay. Anyway, sorry. I had a I had a joke that I'm glad I muted myself in and I wasn't and my camera Discord was fucking up on me, on this part. <laughs> I was like, oh, he got squirted on. Terrible. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my mind went there. I'm sorry. I loved. I loved how he like came out swinging and was just like, ah! like, yeah. Like he's still fully expecting the battle to be going on, and like he's about to die. And in his mind, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going out swinging." And you guys are like, "Heimblock," and he's like, "What?" It's over. It's done. They're dead. It was easy. <laughs> he was still swinging. And he's like, "Fuck you guys." He was still swinging when he heard Maxon's voice. So I was like, "Okay." Yeah. He's still he's a little bit. Oh, um, Dora tried to make a perception check because oh, uh, like Maxon had to get Heimlock to lie about like I've told you about my wife before, uh, <laughs> and Dora's perception was too low to notice. So. Like, Maxim was like, I've told you all about her. And Heimblock was just like, oh, right, yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah, I literally kept Dora a secret. If, for context for our listeners, I literally kept Dora a secret. His wife his of wife. how many years? 27 years. Kept them a secret so no one will, like, have any, like, info on Maxim. Mm-hmm. But Dora doesn't particularly care about the reason. <laughs> you I'm let like, these harlots on this other continent think you were unmarried. <laughs> also, for context, because this is going to probably get brought up, I hope Zyder don't come back. <laughs> because there is an incident that has happened in campaign one. Yo, I know. And I don't think that, like, Oz as a person knows what that is, let alone Dura. <laughs> So, this is what happened in campaign one. Um, Ulf, outright and rightfully so, did not trust Maxim. This was Max. like camp. This was like episode two. This was like mm-hmm. session. What we always established since Maxim is a rogue, part of the Wake of the Guild, he's supposed to an- announce himself, make sure he won't do anything to disrupt the current city's Thieves Guild. Just let mm-hmm. him like, oh, I'm, I'm here and all this stuff. Ulf was following Maxim. So it got to the point where he got to where Maxim went in and he was waiting for him to come out. The Thieves Guild member, Halia, is right behind Maxim. Yeah, Halia being like the the um the the current head of the local Thieves Guild, although it's small. Mm-hmm. So Maxim had to figure out how to get out of the situation. So I had to roll a deception and was like, oh, I'm, I'm with this. I'm with the lady of the night. <laughs> and, yeah, and Leah literally had a knife on Max's back. Like, if you don't, if you can't successfully lie, I will stab you right here and now. Mm-hmm. So I rolled that deception and lied. And Oaf was like, oh, oh okay. It was like, I'm not going to interfere with him. So we let that sit. Be like, that's your business. Yeah. So we now a little bit further in. To now, we're like now maybe like session twenty. To be fair, to be fair, that's not what Ulf said. 
I Wolf think- looked at that situation and straight up was like, Philanderer! I didn't tell I didn't tell him I was married. <laughs> I didn't tell him. Well, he, oh no, that's right. That's right. I did he you didn't he did that? You're right. He did that after he found out you were married. Yes. Because as soon as he found out you were married, he was like, Philanderer! Yeah. Very good. And then I was like, and, and it got to the point where I told him the truth of what happened. Oh great, Discord wants to shit on me. Quit Discord fucking with me, all right? <laughs> I updated you. Leave me alone. All right. So if you if audience you didn't hear that part. What I was gonna say was wait, I'm checking on Discord. Okay, we're good. Um We was at the point where we it was getting to like a good mutual understanding between Ulf and Maxim. And he told him what happened. He was like, Okay. But then when I learned about Ulf's secret, I was like, Oh, okay, okay. Then I started making fun of him going forward. All secret again? I think I was like, I kept on making fun. I was like, so you never been with anyone, and it kept on making oh, Jack right. blush. And I was like, let See, me let me, a- let me ease up because I'm like I'm noticing this joke is now crossing that line. See, that's the funny thing, man. Um, Ulf lied to you way more than you ever thought he did. Oh, I know because at the time Maxon had low insight. Yeah, no, but even then, like Jack. As a person, as a character, Ulf, like, Ulf lied to Maxon a lot. And you see why <laughs> Maxon has trust issues. Like, like, <laughs> I don't, like, okay. But I was saying... Honestly, I hope, I hope one day Jack comes back to play. But because I don't legitimately think it's going to happen. No. Like, as a backstory, Ulf was married. Mm. Ulf lost his wife and children. Oh, he picked that backstory. Ooh, and that was always the case from day one. Well, I'll give Jack, he's a good RPer. Oh, yeah, he's a really good RPer because he was leaving that for like future plot shit. It was part of his character development stuff. Easily as much stuff as Maxon has. And Maxon developed with, like, you know, the backstory stuff. I had just as much stuff with Ulf. The difference was, with Ulf, because he wanted to leave it for, like, later stuff, a lot of our stuff was written down in the back, like, while we were, like, while everyone was RPing, and he's like, I'm leaving because I need to go do something. I was, like, messaging with him right then and there while DMing with you guys, like, to, to literally move along Ulf's story. So in a way he got his end game in a way. In a way. In a way he did get his end game. In a way, the reason you guys survived part of the dragon attack was because of the of a deal that he made with Shar back when he was in again. Huh? <laughs> there goes that name again. Exactly. A deal he made with Shar in the Shadowfell when he was trapped after the dragon fight made a deal with her and part of that deal was giving him power to be able to protect his friends and that's what he gave his life for a 10th level spell that created that flock of crows that literally shielded you guys from the dragon attack giving you guys the time necessary for you to like plan all that stuff out Mm -hmm. that spell is a 10th level spell homebrew because there's nothing above ninth. 
and that is only given to a character through a deal which is what he did and on top of that um the type of magic that it is is literally gonna kill him theoretically kill him it could it, he could survive in a certain way if jack decides to come back but theoretically it killed him because like no physical human should be able to wield a 10th level spell that's theoretically the level of like a god it's intervention basically he did his own divine intervention as like a character um before we update benny on what happened also happened there is something i need to know though yeah because i did message you about this earlier oh i was <laughs> yeah i was driving but yeah i did see that message because i was like i know i'm not going crazy because i'm like in total of those two last two sessions it's a total of four days when we get back i was like and i since i went to the bathroom you was ending the session i don't know are we are we still in the tower preparing or did we all pack up and start getting ready to leave no you guys are still in the tower okay Okay, you guys are still in the tower, and in regards to the other thing, because I know you, for the record, your math is not wrong. Yes, you had a week. You were told a week. Yes. <laughs> and it's four days later, and things are moving faster than expected. There's so, the reason for that. So, is the reason for that is because Atlan mm-hmm. and Solomon, is it because since Atlan and Solomon don't know who's doing this shit behind the scenes, is it because directly we're inadvertently probably, well, you don't have to, I would say yes or no, but a positive... I'll say, us, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I'll, say, I'll say this, just to, to, to save you a lot of the, the thing. The reason it's happening faster is directly because of something that you guys did. However, it, it however, Theoretically, it doesn't technically, it is the result of something you guys did, not anything that you guys did directly. Okay. So, even so, in a way, we have like the element of surprise in a way. Yeah, you still theoretically have the element of surprise, but think about it this way. Just think about it this way Kaldor, Alaria's brother, warned you guys, like, he will go if he's spooked. Yeah. Something spooked him. Mm-hmm. Well aware of that. Because I'm thinking... This is... Because I was telling this to Jason before I approached everyone else with this. Oh, Jason Jason's light, making a Jason face. Jason's a light bulb moment. Jason's having a light bulb. Mayhaps. Hang on. I have to process through my thoughts a little bit more. Keep talking. So, <laughs> I, had, I had to go through back through Maxon's journal. Literally, I have a journal from Maxon. That's a good thing. <laughs> I had to cross out because we didn't. We wasn't sure if David was a villain or not. So I literally had to cross out David potentially works for. It literally says right here. Um, part six of the update, the world update. Yeah, Hilarious family. David could be similar to Atlan. Then. Yeah. We go down to number 19. We was wrong. The Rejects was able to save this together, now known as Deva from Captain Jace. And she is no in no way, shape, or form similar to Atlan. 
<laughs> like, how better to trust a character is not evil than it being a character that you've built a relationship with over years? <laughs> like, literally, I have, like, where else is this shit I have? Um, Mouse gained a new cat. Caldor was made to believe Alaria was dead. Something happened to Alaria's sister, which calls back to uh, <laughs> part six. Um, it seems Mason is planning something big with Atlan, despite Max's meddling. The Rejects has officially formed with members Alaria, Mouse, Savage, Kalash, Tox, Nox, Errol, and Maxon. We kill Captain Jace with Alaria shooting off his dick. We found out Atlan is a liar and in le- in possibly leak with Solomon. And I put in parentheses, his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put Max informed a pact with Nocturne. Gained gain new abilities. Max yep. and Dura Nox are starting to set in motion on taking over Neverwinter with the eye of Neverwinter. There, there is a there, man. Benny, you remember when we were talking like a month ago, and I was like, "I can't wait! It's coming so much sooner than any of them expect." Yes, yes, I do. There was literally a moment last last. Uh, uh, there was literally a moment last session where like Finley Mouse <laughs> was literally like. Wait a minute. Like, if this is if this is like within the next. Oh yeah, one of the biggest things being that um, Deva Deva informed the party that they found out that Atlan was on their way to a party barge. My mind went straight to our flag and stuff. In the in the middle of uh, in the middle of an area known as the OA, the Ocular Archipelago, basically like. A bunch of like either ten to a hundred ish islands. Nobody's uh, knows for sure because each of the islands keeps disappearing in and out of existence and uh, fades, kind of like blends in like mirages, and they randomly go through, causing a lot of wrecks. Which is basically it's like the Bermuda Triangle, but with a semi like magical reasoning. I was thinking about that. You talked about it. We're gonna go to the Bermuda Triangle. So, right. <laughs> we're gonna fight Solomon. Think about Jason. We're literally gonna fight Solomon in the Bermuda, in the D and D version of the Bermuda Triangle. My nerdum is like knowing no bounds right now. <laughs> this is gonna be a crazy fucking fight, man. I'm expecting Final Fantasy VII level of fighting. Like we're like we are together, and we're going to get fucking Sephiroth. I think we've established that Jason has not played that game. <laughs> the remake. Yeah. What, you haven't played Final Fantasy in general. No, I have never played any of the Final think Fantasy it, games. Think about it this way. Um, oh the God. main character that he's talking about, like the enemy, wants to destroy the entire universe so that way it can be remade new again. And he's just sexy oh, enough that people are like, about, sure. Just like evangelical Christians. But he, yeah, it's basically that. It's basically that, except he also has the literal power to shoot a beam that punches through like multiple planets at once and explodes them all. So what so evangelical Christians think star? Yes. <laughs> oh, I also put um, in big red, all cap letters. 
Alaria is not allowed to teach Maxon and Dora's daughter Cass how to shoot a gun. <laughs> that is because I made a comment after that session when we were talking, right? I was like, if Ilaria gets hold of your child, the first thing she's going to teach her how to do is shoot a gun. Ilaria mm. does seem like that type of aunt that like forgets at what age kids reach milestones and is like, you want a cup of coffee, uh, mimosa, or wait, you can't Ilaria drink is definitely yet. coffee, that wine and it's aunt. like a 12-year-old who should not be mm. having coffee. Yeah, you know, Ilaria's a wine aunt, straight up. She shows up only at family reunions to give expensive gifts and drink an ungodly amount of alcohol, mm -hmm. and then teach all the kids tax evasion. In this case, yeah. yeah. You think Ilaria? I don't think Ilaria has the balls to commit tax evasion. I don't think Ilaria okay, has ever not quite. So <laughs> instead, uh, to <laughs> teach them how to shoot guns. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I think until very recently, Alaria wouldn't have even done that. This is a very new Alaria. Yeah, Alaria has had never been this adventurous before. The last two weeks, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They, they called when Magnum finally. Let's opened. not talk about her entire life appending in the span of like a month. Which is super funny because it's so crazy to be like, I found the love of my life, and she has died, and you know. Uh, that really hurt for a while, but, like, I've made peace with that. And then to be like, that was not the upending of my world. What was, was when I met these five fucking idiots, everything went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, my wife dying, that kind of sucked. Uh, but, you know, she's in a better place, she's happy, we're at peace with that. Uh, these idiots, who are still alive, are gonna be the death of me. That, um, that was definitely brought up, that was definitely brought think. up. Ilaria had a long time to come to peace with the fact that she was going to outlive her wife, okay? Yeah, it makes sense. Like, your, your wife died peacefully of, like, old age. Like, it hurt for a while, but, like, it made sense, you know? And then to be like, oh, yeah, but, like, you know, that must have been, like, the hardest thing you've ever gone through. To be like, actually, lately, it's been wrangling these guys. <laughs> <laughs> this gaggle of idiots. Yeah. Of idiots. I love that that's the unofficial title. <laughs> yeah, we... we... Maxon opened himself up to everyone on this one, in this, on this past session. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They learn his feelings on dying, um, that he cares about everyone, and he wants everyone to live. Um, they also, Laurie pointed out, you are the main reason why I'm here. And is like, valid, but you're still here. <laughs> Which means you like me some way. In some way or form. That's why you're still here. You know what it super reminded me of? Like better to do, man. When a really emotionally unavailable father, like, very gruffly says, like, you know I love you. Or like, you know I'm proud of you, right? Just like once in a blue moon, where you're like in the back of your head, you're like, Well yeah, it's unspoken, like I do know, but at the same time you kinda wanna punch them in the face and be like, You should act like it more. <laughs> yep. It was exactly yeah. that by being like, man, I realize this is real hard for you. Thank you. And I know it's unspoken, you know? And on yeah. the other hand, being like, you are an emotionally constipated three year old and I want to punch you in the face. Um, and that is how I feel about Maxon. So, <laughs> yeah. Very valid. He opened himself up. That's and pretty accurate yeah i love all of your characters so much i can't believe we're here i really oh my can't god i started making my monk i'm so excited i'm like gonna break my own bones from how hard i'm clenching my hand 
I'm so excited! That might have been training at your monastery. <laughs> and he did tell the team that he was going to leave. No, I didn't mm -hmm. like that part. Yeah, Maxon straight up was like, hey guys, I'm leaving you. And everyone was like, what? Yeah. Excuse <laughs> you? Like, oh what? yeah, that was a big thing. And then Dora was like real upset about it. And they went and had a talk. That was amazing RP, by the way. Can I just say, like, that was... That that almost brought me to tears. That was amazing RP. But, like, the moment between, like, Dora and Max and having that conversation of just, like... Literally of just, like, I don't want to feel like I'm taking away a dream from you. And it's like, you're, you're not. That... That fucking stuck with me that night. <laughs> yeah. I was like, in that moment, I was yeah. like, what would a, re a person who really is friends with their wife would say? And I was like, no, you're not. Like, you and our kid is the dream. I'm just the one fucking it up. <laughs> no, it was it was great. It was amazing. It was, so perfect. It, was so good. it was literally, it was literally Max in character growth that I dreamed about when we started this game. It's just fucking amazing, man. Like, in a way, he technically, like, finally fucking matured. Right? No, that's what I mean. Like, in a way. Because it's still Maxon. It's still Maxon. It's just Maxon with a calmer and more focused head on his shoulders. Yeah, like, when we went into the fight against those three monsters... I didn't try to take charge. I was like, I went to Kalash. Like, how can we do this? Or what? Like, I'll follow your lead. Teamwork, fucking teamwork, and look how it went. Um, like really, like all right, we got this amount of time, but we're not really, we're not really ready. We need to get our shit together before we go right into a fight. Like, this is the first time. Like, I'm playing Maxim where he's not being the the ass. It's like people keep making fun of him. Like. You say you're not a leader, and it's like, all right, fuck it, leader mode, boom. Like this is what we got. We we need to do, not just go right into the fight. Like we know how Solomon fights, but we don't know how Atlan fights. We need to focus on one, then then the other. Exactly, and then uh, just that that whole moment of like, just can we get a little mouse appreciation on the the character growth of being like, <laughs> I'm going up the stairs. Okay, fine, I'll come back. Yeah, <laughs> we both. <laughs> I like the fact it was both me and Alara like, can you please come back down? Like, <laughs> can you not? Have you not learned your lesson from the last time you rushed into something without thinking about it? Which was, for context, that situation was Mouse running into a dark-ass room... <laughs> That they just heard like giggling from or some and shit. And we we were and pretty the sure there were vampires in there. Like we already them. we already done been knew there were like, vampires. Like everyone was literally planning and being like, okay, so we're not fucking with that. There's probably vampires. Like yeah, it wasn't like we had an inkling. Like we knew for sessions there were vampires in there. And then Finley was like, yeah, I'm gonna run on in there. And then the door shut. Yeah, because what else was supposed to happen when you run into the dark vampire room at the end of session? You're gonna give the DM that perfect fade to black and expect them not to be like the door slam shut. Like that is literally like a fucking like a 
goat leg in fucking Florida Everglades. It's like, it's was, gone. I would never forget it's that. It's a way, it is chomped up, gone, delicious. I, that was, that was almost, that was almost like, that was almost like fucking Jurassic Park. Like, DM doesn't want to eat, eat, DM wants to hunt. Like, I remember that session so clearly. Like, we all collectively were like, what the fuck, yo? <laughs> We're trying to run out And Finley's face was immediately like, yeah, I didn't want that to happen. And we were all like, what did you, what, did, what? And we all just kind of looked at them and we're like, I really want to actually know what you thought would happen. And they're like, I didn't think about it, but I thought it would be fun. Okay. <laughs> so I have a, I have a you know, it's so question. accurate to the mouse character for them to do that, though. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's my favorite. I love it. I, I have a question, though, just like a follow-up question to that session. The next session, when we started out, I dragged Mouse into a separate call and left everybody hanging, like, as if they were <laughs> outside the room. How did that go? Because I remember what it went like for Finley we... by themselves between just Benny and I describing the vampire room. It was uh, Maxon and Vice arguing, like getting, like getting Mouse out. <laughs> like if I remember correctly, Vice just wanted to be like, like give me an idea. Like I, I have an idea, but like, why do I need to stick my neck out for someone who literally don't have self-preservation? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at that point, Vice had just met you guys too, so it was like it was definitely a lot more uh, uh, cavalier. Yeah. And I just... Man, it's so funny that, like, the the more and more I play D&D, the more I realize that, like, me as a person really is, like, very close to true neutral. Because it's like, I will be unendingly loyal, and uh, I don't give a fuck about laws either which way uh, to those, but, like, I, I also don't got that big of, like, a moral inner compass. Be like, if I don't like you, I también my morals, I don't care. Like, there was this tweet the other day, there was this fucking tweet that made me laugh so hard that was like, uh, all my morals go out the window when I don't want to be in a conversation anymore. The other day I lied about not knowing what Egypt was so that they would stop talking to me about their vacation plans, and I'm like, that's me. That's literally me. <laughs> why does that remind me of Dez? Dez, why does that remind me of your, like, your, like who's, who's Cardi B? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I literally like it could be an artist I love, but if someone I don't like is trying to talk to me and be like, "Do you listen to blah blah blah?" I'll be like, "I've never heard of them." I I would jump on that whole birds aren't real bandwagon yeah. just to escape a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I am that bitch. The birds like, it totally depends. Right quick, that <laughs> reference to Christian. Lake. I had the longest running fucking joke on who is cardi b and it finally ended in my final year at domingo's hills where i started playing the song that she did with uh bruno mars and i was like this shit is popping it was like you know who's cardi b i was like oh yeah she did this 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 like i was like i was just fucking with you i knew who the fuck she is this for months for months (laughs) no it was months when we was working together and then i finally realized i know who she is because i was just fucking with people yeah, I, it went as far as like I did not know who Nicki Minaj was, and she's like everywhere. I was really like oh, really, yeah. really, 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 really pushing it to see how that far I can go. Nicki was still working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's just like eh, I know who they are. Like I'm not gonna do it. 
but uh, <laughs> but yeah, like doing that stuff to get out of a conversation. Yes, I will. St- I will still do that shit. I will put. I will bring up a topic of a comic book that nobody don't want to know about, and just end the conversation quick. Or I'll start talking about Star Trek because I know in my friend group I'm the only person who watches Star Trek. <laughs> be honest. Be honest. Is that what you tried to do with me? And then I was just like, oh, I like that shit too. No. <laughs> you, you, you just you just interrupted at the time where I was like, I didn't give a fuck about this place. I want to go. I'm not being paid what I'm worth. Yeah. If I yeah. if I'm openly sarcastic, I'm not being an asshole. It's just like I'm just. This is how I get through the day. No, that's valid. <laughs> the amount. Don't forget about that woman who called me a racist openly in front of all those people. Yo, I remember that. I do remember that. I was literally sitting there like, before the words, are you fucking serious, came out of my mouth. I just remember this, our old boss, Miss Akatel. Like, like sweet, sweet old, sweet old lady knew I was getting ready to curse. She just put her hand on my shoulder. She was like, Desmond, you don't mind going to the back, please? Take a couple <laughs> of minutes. We'll handle this for you. I was like, okay. I was like, be like, yeah, you better, you better, you better handle this for me, or I swear to God, I'm gonna handle it myself. She, she gave me the, she put my head up to, so I, uh, my eyes can match her because she was smaller than me. She was like, she's like, it was the look of, don't say anything, just walk, keep forward and go. And I was like, I just all I said was yes, ma'am, and I walked off. Yo, no, for real, that's the. I really wish I worked there when Miss Ankatel worked there because I, I feel like I would have really liked her. <laughs> She was down there. She was the reason. She's the reason why I have that um, Desi Robinson at Gmail because when I first worked with her, she asked for my email, and is that realization? Oh, I have a very, very shitty email, <laughs> like a not professional email, and I had to recite it. Yeah, and that email was Big Daddy D. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the look on my face as soon as it ended, I just got my head down like she's like quiet for a moment. She's like, Well, you're gonna get up, go on that computer over there and go change your email. I was like, Yes, ma'am. She's I'll see you in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> I was That's like so good. Hey, you know, at least she gave you that opportunity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause if I didn't do it, I wouldn't get paid that day. Oh, that's amazing. I was like, oh my god. I, I, this, to recite it. I was like, yeah. I'm old. I'm getting older. I should not have that email. I should have a professional. You release some medical records, and you'd be fucking surprised how many of those we get. When people want their records sent to their email, and they're like grown adults with... You I'm... get a lot. You get a lot that are like... It'll so be like, many. kitten, last name, whole date of birth, at Gmail. And I'm like, that's a lot. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just glad I... So many just problematic emails out yeah. there. Um, Yo, that's so funny. <laughs> I remember one of the first ones I saw when I was working at Thinky, because people would come in and, you know... Write in, email us to me, like, hey, I haven't received my order in, like, 
they'd write in from a different email or whatnot. And so we'd have to be like, well, what email did you order it under? And so they'd give us like a whole bunch of lists and all this stuff. And then finally, like they'd come back with one that, um, and this is, I swear to God, it's uh, not a joke. And I do apologize beforehand, uh, but it was Hitler for Jews. Wow. Um, Terrible. That's terrible. Like, that's email. <laughs> and I'm just like, sir, because of course it's a dude. Oh, yeah. it was always, <laughs> it was always, uh, men that would be having the ones. My favorite was still this mom called in and was like, had to spell out the email address her son used, which was like big hot member. And I'm just like, that does sound like what a 13 year old would create for fucking email address like a dumbass ouch i am going i'm so sorry for people out in podcast world you don't get to see this but i am going to send pictures to um space oddity collective of like something i saw while working at safeway that like still confounds me it was like this like 14 year old boy obviously shopping with his mother with like an entire matching track suit of like the ahagao face like, oh my god! What? He was shopping like with his mom, and I was like, "Does she know and not care? Does she not know? How could she not know? Like, she had that son is young enough that like I don't think he could buy it for himself. But what do I know? Maybe the kid just looked young. I, or but yeah, it was just <laughs> yeah. But like, but still, you saw what he was wearing when you came out in public. So, I, that's, that's not my business, you know? That's so interesting. I care way less about the mom than I do about the 13-year-old that I'm like, you're not embarrassed? Most people just straight up don't give a fuck. I guess. Man, what must it be like to live without anxiety? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm still co- contemplating um, a friend of mine, a friend of the show, uh, Brianna Correa, is um, printing some shirts. And it has, um, she called them La Gorditas. Um, I'll post an image of her um, artwork because she's making t shirts. And I'm like, they're, they're nude. But I'm like, can, I, I know full well I can wear this in public. Mm-hmm. But I can wear it at home. But I'm, I want to represent my friend's work. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, it's still great work. She's um, is body bomb positivity um, um, is the the what's the word I'm looking for? Theme. Yes, theme of her piece that she's working on. She's done murals so far. We talked about it on on artist talk. You can go listen to it right now. Um, it's a plug for the podcast feed. Um, she done murals. Um, she's currently doing stickers she's done pins and she's currently now doing t-shirts so i'll probably nice. i'm more likely will put her link in the description of this podcast very very Ooh. cool and they're currently also shout out to the cal state dominica seals students who are graduating this coming friday because i know they listen to this podcast because i was shocked as fuck when they said so yeah <laughs> So, hey, anybody graduating from fucking anywhere during the pandemic right now, extra props to you. This shit's so difficult. I'm proud of you. Took extra effort. So, also to the kids that I mentor, please do not listen to this podcast with your parents around because we, I know we say some off the cuff shit. 
I even said explicitly. By now. <laughs> be like, man, be like, yeah, towards the end of the episode, be like, by the way, you shouldn't listen to this with your parents. But if you have been. After we've hello. already said all the off the cuff shit. I know. I know. Just like, by the way, hello. How that are you doing? That would be like, like parent teacher conference, I guess. That'd be like watching footage of raves and then, like, at the end of the video being like, by the way, this, might, warning. Have, this might have caused some epi- epilepsy. Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck it. I didn't think about the children till now. <laughs> I didn't think about the children. What about the children? <laughs> and then. Brady Mac keeps on coming in my head. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Damn, I miss Brady Yeah, Mac. super don't listen to this with your parents. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there is a story. I, had, I was doing a podcast, and my pops was still alive. And I said something that made him... I never seen a, a light-skinned black man turn red till I said it. <laughs> mm. And it's not worth repeating. <laughs> it's really not because it did turn into an argument <laughs> between me and him that's it's so funny though but I will say the ending line that made him shut up I bet you wish you pulled out huh <laughs> with the smirk on my face <laughs> well thanks everybody for listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah parents ah! that we don't condone them listening to this <laughs> yeah yeah this is uh not safe for parental listeners nope and if there's every reason why you shouldn't have kids just listen to this episode and hear me talk <laughs> yeah just, yeah just your always think like what if my time? kid turned out desi rob if <laughs> good night everyone if i ever have a kid i will apologize to everyone <laughs> No, you won't. Thank you. Thank you. You know me. Bye. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna be in so much trouble if someone hear this. It wasn't that bad until you specifically mentioned it. <laughs>